Hodges puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History point of Unbelievable, he caught it in front of the line and was fading back, set his feet, almost like a wide receiver on the sideline. Both of them come down tip-top, and he knocks it down. The all-time three-point shooter in the history of the NBA, regular season and postseason, Ray Allen hit a huge three to tie this game. He backed up. get behind that line. He's backing up as he catches the pass and then comes right back into the shot. What a roller coaster ride here with the. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Player Profile. This is Trust Me, You're Wrong by Robert Kersey. And today. Excuse me. See, this is why I try to sit down and do these recordings, but I get too animated. I got to stand up or at least sit up. Let me sit up first. Let me try and sit up. All right. So today we're talking about Ray Allen. Um, one thing that y'all don't understand is that Ray Allen is... Let's see Ray Allen was a star, but he wasn't a superstar, right? So name me one other star that had a prime in three different teams. Ray Allen had his first prime in Milwaukee. That's where he got his first all-star. And then he had multiples with Seattle and then multiples, or at least... Oh, eight, nine, eleven. So yeah, about three, uh, three All Stars with Boston, right? So for about eight years, uh, ninety nine to 07, he was averaging twenty three point three points per game. You know what that's telling me? It's telling me that it was more than just a shooter. And he was a complete basketball player. Um, the most complete Ray Allen has ever been is when he was with the Seattle Supersonics. Um, his game translates to today's game. There's 12 seasons where he's at averaging five plus three-point attempts. Uh, and that's probably, uh, that's probably around the league average right now. Maybe a little bit lower or a little bit higher. I think that's probably... That's what I'm saying. Like five plus three point attempts for twelve years and uh, for twelve years, not in a row, but just there were twelve years in his career where he averaged five plus three point attempts. I think that translates over to the to this NBA very well with the spacing and the driving kick game that they have. Um, he only made All NBA two times. Um, I always find it funny. Let's see. Let's go look at Ray Allen real quick, right? And I always find it funny that players get way more All-Stars than their All-NBAs. Because we, if you think about it, the All-NBA team, it's five players, three teams. So it's 15 players, right? 
And for the All-Star game, it is, what is it? It's like 12, so it's 24 players. So it's 30 to, compared to 24. Like, So you're telling me the years that a player can make an All-Star game, he could potentially not be an All-NBA player? And you're telling me that an All-NBA player can make the list even though he wasn't an All-Star? Um, I don't know. I'm just having a hard time understanding that. Like, Ray Allen's a 10-time All-Star. You're telling me there wasn't any other years where he could have been an All-NBA? Like, the, the ratio of 2 to 10 is kind of crazy. But I digress. <clears throat> He's a 24,000-point scorer. So that puts him in an elite club already. His rookie year, 13.4 points per game, four rebounds per game, 2.6 assists per game, shooting 43-39, 82 splits. Not that bad. Um, his 2001 year averages about 22 points per game. Uh, that was his first All-Star year, right? 22 points per game, 5.2 rebounds, 4.6 assists, a steal and a half, 48-43-88 splits. That year, he led the team in points, points per game, three-point field goal percentage, effective field goal, true shooting, free throw percentage, three-point field goal, three-point field goals attempted, minutes played, offensive win shares, win shares in total, offensive box score plus minus, and this, I'm going to read this one last. So it's offensive rating and then value over replacement player. That tells you legit how valuable a player is to his team, right? And he was top 20 in all those categories. So Ray Allen was a more, was, a lot of these are uh, shooting stats, uh, but you could just tell, I'm pretty sure if you do a deep dive, he was probably like, he probably had the top five one dribble pull-ups or coming off a screen, something like that, right? Ray Allen was very versatile, in my opinion. He had a playoff career overall of 21-9. and nine. In 2001, in the first round against Orlando Magic, they win that series 3-1. He averages 24.5, 5.8 rebounds, 5.3 assists, 55-57-92 shooting splits. 50-50. A 55-57-92 split is amazing. Now, the reason it doesn't work out in Milwaukee uh, is, which is going to be a part of a series that I do when I do coaching profiles, when I find coaches and try to just explain to y'all what type of play style they were and in, in my opinion, if they were a good coach or not. Um, George Carl um, tends to, and this is the George Carl that coach Carmelo, George Carl tends to require the most out of a player, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just sometimes the way he does it, uh, there was, there were, reports back in the day of Ray Allen despising 
his coach. So that gets him out of Milwaukee. And that puts him in Seattle, right? So from 04 to 07, that's his time in Seattle. 24.6 points per game, four assists per game, 4.5 rebounds, almost a still and a half per game, 44-39-89 splits. I'm, I'm watching a... Uh, what year is that? 04, 05, 05, 06, one of those years for the Phoenix Suns, right? And I love the seven seconds or less Suns. They're one of my favorite teams. Uh, but the team that they're playing right now in the game I'm watching is the Seattle Supersonics, Ray Allen with Rashard Lewis. And that was a very, very underrated squad. Um, if you think about it, they're one, of, they're one of the few duos. Well, not one of the few, but one of the duos. Uh to make an all-star team together in the league. So they made their all-star team in 04-05. Charlotte Lewis was 17.8 points per game, 2.2 assists, 6.5 rebounds, 1.2 steals, 43-39-76 splits. Ray Allen, 23 points per game, 4.8 assists, 5.1 rebounds, 1.2 steals, 44-39-90. They don't do too much. Um... I can't even really give you a memorable moment from his time. Excuse me. From his time in, yeah, man, I'm sorry. Ray Allen's an interesting player because he's kind of like Paul Pierce in the sense of he couldn't get it done until he was like the second or third option. Uh, which Paul Pierce wasn't always the first option when it was in Boston, but you get my point. So, they trade him to Boston, right? 08-09, I'm sorry, 08-12, to averages 16.7 points per game, 2.7 assists, 3.4 rebounds. Not even a steal. It's point nine steals. 47-40-91. His championship year, he averaged 17.4 points per game. Ray Allen, um, I think his probably most memorable playoff um, was against the Bulls in 09. Let's go bring that up real quick. Because as I'm thinking about this, I know he had a good series against um, Chicago. But I want to know if... No, I know he had a good couple games, but I don't know if he had a good series. He did. 23.4 points per game, 3 Rebounds, uh, two assists, 1.6 steals, shooting 46, I'm sorry, 45, 46, 90. All right, so what game was it where it went into overtime? 
Let's see. Ray Allen. Well, first of all, let's see game here. Game six. That the Celtics lose. And Ray Allen has 51 points. Five rebounds, three assists, three steals. And he shot 56, 50, 85 from the field. Oh, I'm sorry, from the line. Those are his splits. He shot nine for 18 from three. He hit half of his three-pointers. But it's crazy because he had a plus-minus of plus one. And they lost by one. I want to know what his plus-minus was on and off the court. Well, by quarter. So about it shows by the first over oh, for the first quarter he was a negative twelve. Um. Plus minus, second quarter plus nine. Third quarter negative five. Fourth quarter plus ten. First and second overtime zero. Third overtime negative one. So it looks like he he lost some steam in that. In that last overtime, that's probably one of the one of the best opening round matchups of the modern era. Um, that's that series where Rajon Rondo and Derrick Rose is going at it. Uh, I believe Kevin Garnett was out that series, uh, and then you get Paul Pierce hooping. He he was averaging twenty three that series. You got. Luol Dang, you have Ben Gordon. Excuse me, uh, Ben Gordon. Back when all he knew was the, all you know, the only thing he knew how to do was put up uh, points. Um, he gets so they lose that, not that series, but the series after that to Orlando Magic, rightfully so. They get to 2010 and they make it to the finals. And Ray Allen, uh, at the time, set the record for the most threes in the NBA Finals game with eight. Steph Curry beat that with nine. Now, this is the interesting part. As So I think Boston might have kept their big three longer than they thought, like probably a year or two before they actually traded Paul Pierce and KG, they probably should have got rid of one more player. They probably should got. They probably should have traded Ray Allen to be honest with you. But the reason why the reason why it wasn't working in Boston anymore is because it was a young Avery Bradley. Oh, you gotta remember, towards those later years for Boston. Um, they drafted Avery Bradley out of Texas. And if you remember Avery Bradley, like there were multiple if you if you look at young Avery Bradley in Boston, there's a whole lot of um on ball steals leading to a fast break dunk or fast break layup that he had early in his career. And that's kind of what he made his name on. Uh so they liked his energy, they liked how young he was, they liked his timely shots, and they wanted Ray Allen to come off the bench and Ray Allen felt like he could still play. 
So, Ray Allen leaves and goes to the competitor in Miami. That, uh, now, do we think that that got talked about enough? Like, the same way y'all criticize all these players for leaving and jumping teams, do a lot of people at the time, I can't remember, do a lot of people at the time criticize Ray Allen for leaving the Miami Heat? Or was it just the Boston fans and KG? Because KG was hot. KG was high, Rondo was high. None of them liked him. They just now became friends at that seventy fifth anniversary thing. Like, he gets to Miami, and to me, overall, he did a pretty good job. It was all right, but he did hit probably the great one of the greatest shots in NBA Finals history um, when Greg Popovich mistakenly. Um, not mistakenly, but like just he was just wrong by doing that. He took Tim Duncan out and gave up an offensive rebound, and then Ray Allen hit a shot that he practiced his entire career. Right? Um, now, where do I rank Ray Allen all time? Ray Allen all time is a top seventy-five player. Yes. Um, now, if I'm talking about shooting guards, he's probably in my top. He's in my top 10 for sure. Where would I put him? Um, let's see. Let's see. I got Kobe Jordan. James Harden, AI, T-Mac. Ray Allen, like, five, six, something like that, five, six. Um, Ray Allen was just another case of one of those players where we felt like he could lead a team and he wasn't that type of player. He did need help. Um, Ray Allen had a good career, I, I would say. Um, I don't know if there's any what-ifs. Um, I can, yeah, there's a small what if, like, what if they would have got to the finals the year that AI and them got to the finals? Like, honestly, I think we might be thinking of Ray Allen a little bit differently. Uh, if, if they get to the finals that year, I think. I'm going to say this right here. I think that that Boston championship is so overrated. It, 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 you can tell who's the league's favorite um, team is by, like, how they treat the team when they win a the championship. And, oh, my gosh, we wouldn't hear the end of it. It was just – and a lot of this was because of the players. Um, they would just – I I I feel like I could find a video from from when they all retired to now what they were talking about the OA Celtics. I like Ray Allen personally. Um 
I think he's about to become one of the most underrated shooting guards in the league. Um, it's just because it's a guard-driven league. And think about it. In like 20 years, Donovan Mitchell would have retired. Devin Booker would have retired. Who's some other shooting guards? Shooting guards, shooting guards. Jalen Brown will have retired. Um, like all these guards that they're naming. CJ McCollum will be retired. I don't know if they're going to rank CJ McCollum higher than Ray Allen by the time he retires. But all these guards, all these shooting guards are going to be retired. Zach Levine's going to be retired. Um, we're going to see where and if. Because of the internet, Ray Allen stays within relevancy, therefore, which makes him stay in that top 10 compared to like other players that didn't play right when the internet peaked. So people weren't really familiar with their work. People are still aren't familiar with Ray Allen's work in Milwaukee or. Seattle. The, the the NBA does a horrible job of keeping the memory of Seattle alive. Uh, they like to act like that team didn't didn't happen. They like to think that OKC had a team, that Oklahoma City had a team in 08, but they got like the the Sonics were stolen from them just straight like that. Um, I'll leave this with you. I'll leave this. I'll say this and then I'll leave you. In my opinion, I think Ray Allen is way better than Reggie Miller. But I don't know if he is the third, I mean, the second best shooter of all time. I think the two best shooters of all time are on the same team. And I think in 10 years, I really, really in five years, we'll probably be saying that without any hesitation. Because right now, people are still keeping Ray Allen's name alive. And then you got the older generation yelling out Reggie Miller. But in five years, we'll be saying that Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry are the greatest. Uh, just the greatest shooters of all time. Not the greatest shooting backcourt, but the greatest shooters of all time. It's Stephen and Clay. But once again, I do like Ray Allen. Uh, I really enjoy him as a player. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Trust Me or Wrong by Robert Kersey. Uh, this was a player profile, Ray Allen. Uh, if you want to get tapped in into the the community, we are on Instagram at we. I'm the only one doing this. Um, I'm on Instagram at tmyw.podcast. And if you don't want to follow that, want to follow my main, it's 816.kersee. Hop in them DMs and them comments talking to that basketball noise because I 
just love, just love to love to love to love to love to love to love. I love telling niggas that they have no idea what they're talking about. And trust me, you are wrong. Peace, y'all.